Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? We are going to the playoffs, baby. What a performance from this Giants team today. Got me fired. I want to run through a freaking brick wall for Brian Dable. Oh, my God, Daniel Jones. What a performance with Daniel Jones. I am so excited to talk about what we just witnessed. That was the best game the Giants have played in years. I don't even remember a game where they dominated at this level. We've had some big wins in the past. You know, but the last couple coaching staffs, this was dominant in all phases. Daniel Jones kicked the living shit out of the Colts. And look, good teams destroy bad teams. The Colts are a bad team, but we're going to start seeing the, the 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 Daniel Jones haters coming out saying, it's the Colts. We can't take it that seriously. Go look at what the Colts did to Justin Herbert last week. Didn't score a touchdown, had an interception, didn't play a good game. Daniel Jones comes out here, two touchdowns, two touchdowns on the ground. I mean, what more could you ask from Daniel Jones today? You know, right before the game, we're hearing reports that the Giants are getting ready to offer them uh, big multi-year contracts, both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. DJ went out there and proved why he deserves the money bags. And I have to say right now, I have I haven't been this happy. If you guys have been with us for a long time, you've been creating content around the Giants for about three years now. This was diff- This was the first time we've truly been able to be happy at the end of a season. We were always just waiting for it to end. Now we're waiting for it to continue. And I am so freaking excited, Anthony. We're finally able to enjoy some giant success, some playoff football for Big Blue, and see what they can do. This team is fired up. They're playing at a high level, and they're doing it with a lot of backups. And that's not even to say we don't even have a Dory Jackson and a healthy Aziz Ojolari yet back. This is a team that looks really, really, really good right now. We got to keep up the momentum. We got to keep using this as fuel and not let down. You know, the, we're going to be going up against a very good teams. You know, the Vikings, obviously, we should have won that game, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, a couple extra plays go a long way. And this team is gelling. We're getting pieces back. Xavier McKinney getting back into the mix today. Uh, I was really excited to see him back. And I, I, I'm out of this world. I'm ecstatic. Electric performance all around. The energy was impeccable. You could hear the fans cheering Daniel Jones at the end of the game to the freaking TV. What a moment for that guy. What a moment for DJ to experience what it's like to be the man in the biggest market in sports. The biggest market in sports, having your name chanted at MetLife Stadium. That's a feeling he'll never forget, and that's a feeling he's going to want a lot more of. So I'm excited to see how he can step it up during the postseason. Anthony, how are you feeling right now following that playoff securing victory? I'm feeling amazing. I am so happy. I am flying over the moon right now. The nightmares are finally over. The Giants are back where they belong in the playoffs. The Giants are playing playoff football this year. Daniel Jones is making a playoff appearance. I broke out the Daniel Jones jersey today. Let me tell you. We called him Danny Dimes. This is Danny Dollars now. This man is dropping more than dimes. This is Danny freaking Dollars. He's out there. Playoff Danny is unlocked, and I can't wait to watch him in the postseason. Saquon Barkley didn't even have to do anything today. He ran for, what, like 50, 58 yards, I think, something like that. He barely did a thing. But the Giants still went out there and dominated without Saquon Barkley having a dominant performance. He did what he needed to do, but it was an offense carried by Daniel Jones the franchise quarterback of the New York Giants. Yes, sir. Daniel Jones with an amazing performance. Two touchdowns through the air, two touchdowns on the ground. Tavon Thibodeau looked amazing. Dexter Lawrence was incredible. Uh, Landon Collins, the pick six, that gave me flashbacks. The Giants are playing meaningful football in January with Landon Collins scoring touchdowns. It's like 2016 all over again. And remember, Landon Collins was the captain of the defense in that 2016 run where the Giants went to the playoffs. So, 
now it's just like he's back and he's making plays. It's so exciting. I was always a huge fan of Landon Collins. And I mean, listen, what Brian Dable has done with this team overnight, look at the night and day difference between this team. It's been over 40 games since the Giants have scored 30 points. Now today, 38 to 10 win over the Colts and they're heading to the postseason and Brian Dable's a rookie head coach season. That is truly incredible. Like that is a monumental achievement for Brian Dable. The way that he's turned this team around, had them do a complete 180 from where they were last season trending downward continuously year after year the Giants just getting worse and worse Dable steps in turns it around and the Giants are right back in the postseason and it's incredible and who's who's to discount this team you know we've seen the Giants now that they've put up a big high scoring performance like this they're playing good football right now they have been for a while who's to discount them and say that they can't make some noise in the postseason because we saw them go toe-to-toe with Minnesota last week we just saw them dominate the Colts this week they're clearly in form right now they are in their prime right now and i have no doubts that the giants can go into that postseason and make some noise so i'm really really excited this is just a huge monumental moment for the new york giants and let's freaking go giants look good teams hit their stride down the stretch the giants are getting healthier down the stretch and they're winning games without some of their key players right adori jackson aziz ojali barely barely played today we get those guys back for the wild card anything can happen the playoffs it's a clean slate the healthiest teams all ultimately end up winning those games sometimes. And right now the Giants are getting in into their healthier groove. And this is perfect timing for us. And I do want to just harp on Daniel Jones today and, and what we saw from him. And th- this kind of felt like he he became what, we, what we've been waiting for all of these years, right? Fourth season in the NFL. And today he showed us that he wasn't going to back down. You know, he was going shoulder to shoulder. He was stiff arming defenders down. He was taking hits at the goal line to get in the end zone. He made plays, the the, the touchdown to Richie James. He escaped the pocket. So another running, another touchdown on the run, moving out of the pocket. His pocket presence was impeccable today. A couple first downs picked up with his legs. Some big runs down the sideline. I, I almost get the sense that Brian Dable said to Daniel Jones before this game, go show them what you can do. We've been working on this the entire season. We've been getting you to a point where you can really put it all together. We've been refining each individual skill set each individual variable of your game and today it comes together as one cohesive player and he did just that they dominated on the ground they dominated through the air they did not make any bad mistakes no bad turnovers aside from the Darius Slayton fumble which you know is forgiven because the you know missed field goal Giants get the ball back totally fine he'll learn from that Brian Table didn't ream him out basically was just gave him a couple words and you know the game went on. Um, you learn from those experiences. Daniel Bellinger had a couple of big plays. Saquon Barkley was electric the entire game for the most part. <clears throat> Isaiah Hodgins. Isaiah Hodgins is our Victor Cruz right now. He's not Victor Cruz. Let me get that straight. But he is the guy that the coaching staff discovers that elevates an entire offense. You know what I mean? Hodgins, this is, this is what, he's a 2020 draft pick. He was on the Buffalo Bills practice squad, and now he's our wide receiver one, arguably, right now. Daniel Jones has already developed chemistry with him. He's the guy that, that you know, you just find gems. you got a good coaching staffs, good general manager, front office front offices, find gems, and guys that nobody else may, may think can do it that uh, give them an opportunity. They rise to the occasion, and they take advantage of it. That's what Isaiah Hodgins is doing right now. Daniel Jones has developed impeccable chemistry with him. I love to see his route tree expanding. I love to see the confidence that he's gaining. The guy has hands. Um, it, it, he catches everything that goes his way for the most part. I am so ecstatic about him. And, and Richie James, too. Big shout out to Richie James. Really good performance today. I think he had 75 yards and a touchdown. He was making plays all over the field. Um, really, really happy with him. And, and I think, you know, 
definitely deserving credit. We, we've been harsh with Richie James in the past, or justifiably so, but he's playing well right now, and I'm going to give him that credit where it's due. Last week, he had that big critical third and five drop that ended up costing the Giants potentially the game. We don't forget that, but we do give him credit when he's playing well, and we hope that he can learn from those mistakes and continue to uh, alleviate any of those concerns down the stretch. But Anthony, when you're looking at the receiving call right now, Isaiah Hodgins stepping up big time. We've been really, really big advocates on this show for the past couple of weeks, and it's really starting to show that he is a leader in this team. He is a leader on this offense, and he's becoming a focal point in the receiving game. How important is it that he continues to dominate and really succeed with this Giants team, and, and how important has he become for Daniel Jones? Huge because Daniel Jones didn't have someone that he could rely on over the middle of the field. He didn't have a wide receiver that could run a slant route right into a linebacker and hang on to that pass. And not only is he doing that, he's making these contested catches, but Hodgins is getting open. He's very good at sitting between the pockets of zones. He's good at timing his routes so that he's at the right spot at the right time for Daniel Jones. He's playing great football right now. Isaiah Hodgins is a, one of the gems that Joe Shane uncovered, as you mentioned. And another gem that you didn't even mention, Daniel Bellinger. He had a couple really clutch receptions today. Also, over the middle of the field, he and Hodgins are playing really good together. And they've been really dependable for Daniel Jones. I think that's the word that I would use to describe Daniel Bellinger and Isaiah Hodgins. They're dependable. You can rely on them. Daniel Jones can. And he's throwing the ball to them over the middle of the field, tight windows. He's relying on them in the red zone. Those guys have really stepped up and they are true gems that Joe Shane has uncovered. And when we talk about this being, you know, at first it was a rebuilding year. Now the Giants are here. They're in the postseason. They've got a chance to make some noise. But we talked about Joe Shane needing to find depth pieces, find gems in the later rounds and really uncover hidden talents for this team to be successful. And I think we've seen that with guys like Hodgins, guys like Pinnock, guys like Landon Collins, who was signed midseason, Daniel Bellinger, a mid-round draft pick, even Micah McFadden going out there making plays. Like There is a lot of just unknowns who are making names for themselves on this New York Giants team. And that's why they're so successful right now. Everyone is stepping up. It's an unselfish team. It's a selfless team. Brian Dable has them playing for each other. He has them playing with a lot of heart and a lot of passion. And you're seeing guys who probably wouldn't have an opportunity anywhere else to play, rising to the occasion to step into the lineup for the New York Giants and make plays. We have forgotten completely about Kenny Galladay, and that is okay. He is making a lot of money to sit and watch from the sideline. I hope that he's having a great time watching the games, but Isaiah Hodgins is the hot hand right now. He is playing good football. He is getting open. He's making plays in the red zone, especially. And Richie James is even rising to the occasion. I think Richie James played a very good game today. I thought he looked good last week as well. Yes, the drop was crucial, but in all in all, he's getting better week by week. And we're seeing that with a lot of these Giants players. They're improving on a weekly basis, just elevating their game to every occasion. We said a couple weeks ago, that game versus Washington, the Giants needed to win that. It was the biggest game of Daniel Jones's career, biggest game of Kayvon Thibodeau's career so far. And he stepped up and basically won the game for the Giants. Well, this was also the biggest game of the Giants career. The, the stakes have been elevated nearly every single week. And look at that. Daniel Jones rose to the occasion. Kayvon Thibodeau with a sack rose to the occasion. Saquon Bar. Dexter Lawrence, all these guys rising to the occasion. They understand the task at hand and they are accomplishing everything that's being thrown their way. And Brian Dable is leading them to war and leading them to victory. And it's truly special to watch. And I think that what Brian Dable has done here in his first season as the head coach of the New York Giants, you can't even understate the impact that he's made. And you, there's almost no words to describe what he's done here. He should be the coach of the year in my eyes. I think he is the NFL coach of the year. And I am truly just so impressed with everything that he's done for the Giants this season i don't know how he can't be coach of the year dude i mean straight up this team is 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 i mean you look at the roster man they're freaking 
slaughtered at like most positions. They don't have any linebackers. They don't have any any cornerbacks. They don't have any receivers. I mean, like for the most part, there's no one proven. There's no one proven at any of these positions. Nobody. Isaiah Hodgins isn't proven. He's elevating his game. Linebacker? None of these guys are proven. Jalen Smith, Micah McFadden. You know what I mean? Like you, you look at the secondary. Fabian Moreau, Zion Gilbert, Nick McLeod. No one, none of these guys would be starting on any other teams. The fact that they've elevated each individual player to play at this level to help and, and rise everybody up, rise each other up, is coaching every single step of the way. It is coaching. It is Brian Dable. It is Wink Martindale. It's Mike Kafka. It's the assistant coaches. And Dable's the head. He's the head of the fish, man. And the head of the fish, you know, he's he's doing a, just a tremendous job. You can't ignore. Look, it's easy for a, a team with a lot of talent, right? You look at Sirianni and the Eagles, for example, <clears throat> dominating this season. But they have the talent to dominate. The Giants don't have that level of talent. In fact, I'd argue that they have about half as much talent as the Eagles do. And you're well, you're watching a team outplay expectations, outkick their coverage, and kick the shit out of a bad Colts team, which is what good football teams do. Now, we got our shit rocked against the Eagles a couple weeks ago, but I, I think that was a wake-up call for the Giants. I think that said to us, all right, we are not – we're not – invincible we're vulnerable we got to lock it down we got to play better football that was their gimme that was the only game this season where the giants actually got wiped last year we saw the giants get wiped for the last five games of the year you know what i mean like now nowadays the giants are competitive every single week and that's what makes me think brian table is the coach of the year this year there's no question about it i i can't even say enough about the guy you know we've been very excited in the past about coaches whether it's joe judge or pat Shermer. you know early exciting starts we get excited about it this is different because we're seeing tangible results and we're seeing individual players elevate their game after years of malpractice coaching, right? Daniel Jones is the prime example of that. You see what the type of coaching he experienced and how it destroyed his confidence, destroyed his gameplay, destroyed his playmaking ability. And then you see what Brian Dable has done for him. Pocket presence, best I've ever seen Daniel Jones in his entire career. His decision-making, the best. His, his throwing, the best. Accuracy, it's the best. He has the best completion percentage in his career up to this point. He's just extremely efficient with the football. He has the most yards in his career. Um, fewest amount of interceptions. Fewest amount of fumbles. Everything this year is trending up. So when you, the results, you know, as a team are important. But when you see individual players taking that much of a sizable leap forward, you know it's just the coaching is superior. And I think that Brian Dable must get that awareness, must get that recognition moving forward. It is essential. Um, now, on the defensive side, what Wink Martindale did today was was phenomenal, right? Now, the Colts' offense is bad, right? Nick Foles, he was, he's awful. He was terrible the entire game. Um, and, and I have to say, you have to make bad players or at least players that shouldn't be performing well. You have to make them look bad because they should not be performing well. The Giants did just that. You know, the, the, they started the game with a little bit of a problem uh, rushing the passer, and then they quickly picked it up. Kayvon Thibodeau had a sack, two tackles for a loss, a quarterback hit. Um, he was all over the place. He was making plays. He almost had that that house call went right through his hands. He was everywhere, man. I mean, I was so so impressed by Kayvon Thibodeau, his leadership, his quality, his efficiency. And for the record, the whole Snow Angel thing, he didn't even see him. I don't think they, I don't, if he saw Nick Foles, I don't think he would have been celebrating as hard as he did. Um, it's loud. It was loud as hell at that life. You could hear it through the television. I, I, he didn't look to his right. He didn't even see Nick Foles. He just sacked him and celebrated. And I understand, you know, that definitely comes off bad. It really creates a bad narrative, but I don't think Kayvon Thibodeau is that type of guy. You look at what he does off the field. You look at all the great stuff he does for the community. I don't think that he's the type of player to rub it in someone's face when they're hurt like that. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt every single time. If you disagree, 
you please, I mean, well, I, I'm sure we're going to hear about it from him personally. I'm sure someone's going to ask him about it and we'll get the answer um, <laughs> when we do. But ultimately, so, so excited about this Giants team right now, Anthony. Now, my question for you is looking ahead to the Eagles next week, are we resting our starters? How we go about this right now in terms of making sure that we maintain our health for the wild card? So I'm going to bring an anecdotal story. Let's throw back to 2007, 2008. That is the prime example of why you do not rest your starters because if you remember that game, the top team in the NFL that season was the New England Patriots. That was the year that they went 18-0 and and ultimately 18-1, and right? The Giants faced off against the New England Patriots in week 18 or week 17, rather, of that season. They faced off against the Patriots, went toe-to-toe with the Patriots, ultimately lost that regular season finale, but it gave them all of the confidence in the world going into the postseason and ultimately gave them the blueprint to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So no, you don't rest your starters. You have them go out there. If the game starts to get out of hand, you pull them early. Sure. If the Giants are getting blown out, then you take the starters out and you live to see another day. You have them prepare for next week. But you're going out there in my eyes and you are playing the the Philadelphia Eagles and you are trying to figure out ways to beat them and put it into practice next week. So that way, if you face off against them in the NFC Conference Championship game, you have the formula to go ahead and beat them and bring your team to the Super Bowl. So I am a huge proponent of playing the starters next week. I don't see a huge benefit in letting them rest. I think that they are in a groove right now. They're informed. They're hitting their stride. There's no reason to break that up and give them a week off because right now they are playing so well. I want to keep it going. I don't want to let them rest, get a little rusty for a week, and then try and play in the most important game of their lives, right? Let's not do that. Let's let these guys Keep playing good football. Just keep it going. Keep pushing. Brian Dable's in his bag right now. Mike Kafka's really in his bag. I don't want to mess that up at all. Just let him keep calling his plays and utilizing his players, right? Mike Kafka is calling great games right now. And the offensive line, we also got to point that out. They are clicking right now. They are blocking really well in the running game. There's no way the Giants eclipse 200 yards rushing for the fourth time this season without the offensive line putting in some freaking work. I saw Evan Neal throwing some great blocks. I got to give credit. I even saw John Feliciano make some great blocks. Of course, Andrew Thomas was excellent in pass protection all day long. Daniel Jones wasn't even sacked in this game. He was barely even touched at any point. He was never under pressure. The Giants offensive line is clicking and the team in general is clicking. I am not resting the starters next week to let them break their form, lose their stride going into the postseason. No, we need them fresh. We need them strong. We need them in stride for the postseason. And again, we need to get that formula on how to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I I, I don't know the update on the score right now, but when we started recording, the Eagles were losing to the Saints. Hopefully they ended up losing that game. I would love to see that. But I think it's going to be a good match next week. I think that the Giants, you know, the first time around against Philadelphia, of course, they got embarrassed. They got blown out. But that was, like you mentioned, Alex, a wake-up call for them. And ever since then, they've been playing significantly better football. And they've been in stride since that moment on. And I think they're going to continue to keep that stride. They're going to play against Philadelphia. They're going to play their hearts out and prepare for the postseason because sometimes that is the best way to prepare. Resting and watching film, you know, practicing, whatever. Yeah, that'll help you so much. But getting experience playing a team like the Eagles, a really good team right before the postseason, I think that's perfect. Let's get our toughest matchup right before the postseason to get us ready for the postseason. Get all those jitters out with a tough match against Philadelphia. So, yeah, I I guess we'll see ultimately what Brian Dable decides to do. If he decides that he wants to rest some guys, then okay, that's fine. You know, I'll support that. Brian Dable has not done anything wrong really so far this season. He's made a couple mistakes, but other than that, we've got to trust the guy. So whatever decision he makes, I I fully believe in and I I support. But if it were me, I'd be putting those guys out there. Same thing that the Giants did 2007-2008. Go play that team, get the blueprint to win, and apply it during the postseason. 
I think that's a pretty interesting take. I think that, you know, I think that there are specific individuals that we don't need to play. Um, I think that Saquon should rest because, you know, he's been dealing with that neck injury, maybe the, the trap, the shoulder injury, making sure he's 100%. I don't think you necessarily need to play Saquon. Um, I think that Daniel Jones should play. I think that he needs to continue playing at a high level, continue uh, taking risks down w- w- in the passing game and developing chemistry with Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Daniel Bellinger. I think that's important. I think Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones have the chemistry, but every game that Daniel Jones gets with these receivers, it, it makes them a little bit better together. So I do think that they should be playing um, against the Eagles next week, at least for a half. You know, if, if things are going great, then you know keep it going. If they're if they're not going so well, then you know just take it out, take them out, and you know live to see another day. Uh, defensively, I think that Xavier McKinney plays like a couple, you know, maybe a half of the game. I don't want to risk it because of the, to the hand injury, but seemed like he was fine today. So maybe you want to play him uh, anyway, just to get him back into the groove. I think Adore Jackson plays a quarter. I think you get him some snaps just to get him back on the field in football shape because he hasn't played in like seven, eight weeks. So I think that that's probably kind of important to get him on the field. Aziz Ojolari, I'm fine sitting Aziz Ojolari. I don't, I don't need to play Aziz, let his ankle heal. Uh, Leonard Williams, I'm also down to rest Leonard Williams because of his neck injury. Um, I prefer that he, you know, rest and make sure he's ready to go. Kayvon Thibodeau, I think, I think Kayvon Thibodeau, you keep playing. He's just continuously has been getting better and better and better. Um, that momentum is important. I think there are specific players that the momentum is important enough that they have to keep going. But I think there are some individuals that don't necessarily need it, like Saquon, um, you know, I like Leonard Williams. and know just injuries that are lacking that I think need some attention uh, moving forward. But guys, what a game. A playoff implications. We secure the win and we do it in style. We do it in fashion. We do it like the Giants are supposed to. We're back. We are freaking excited about the future. It's finally time for us to enjoy a little bit of this Giants football. And we're finally going to be playing some meaningful football in January, which is exactly where we want to be. And shout out to Daniel Jones, Isaiah Hodgins, Kayvon Thibodeau, Richie James, Brian Dable, Dexter Lawrence, bulldozing Quentin Nelson, unbelievable performance. Andrew Thomas, the offensive line, everybody gets credit for today's performance. I'm just ecstatic. I feel like I feel like I'm 10 years younger, and I'm already pretty young, so that's awesome. Uh, this is definitely a time to celebrate, guys. But tomorrow, we look ahead to the wild card. We start working, and Tibisaurus Rex, man. If you guys have been here for a minute, you know Tibisaurus Rex has been our good luck charm ever since week one. And what do you know? We're in the freaking playoffs right now. So Tibisaurus Rex is here to stay. He is a he is a pillar of the Fireside Giants community. And we are now going to experience playoff football for the first time since 2016, my friends. I'd love to hear perspectives and opinions and your energy below in the YouTube comments. As always, make sure to enjoy this win. Enjoy Victory Monday and the rest of this week. We'll get back to work tomorrow. And make sure to like and subscribe as always. Much love, Giants fans. Peace out.